What is up, everyone? This is LJ The Go with MGJ. What's up, everybody? We're going to talk about the Yankees' first base situation between Luke Voigt and Greg Bird. And I'll have my boy MGJ start it off. Go ahead, sir. Well, you know, there's a lot of things going around saying, like, you know, um, the whole first base situation with the Yankees. You know, you got Greg Bird and then you got Luke Voigt. Now, you know, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, man, Greg Bird's better first baseman because he's been with us longer. Like, no, that's not the case at all because... If you look at his stats, I mean, okay, sure, Greg Bird's been with us since, like, what, 2015, is it? 2015, 2015, yep. is it? And then Luke Voigt came with us, I think, this year? Last season. Last season. Traded to us last season, yeah, yes. from the Cardinals. Yep. Yep. And, you know, just... All together, you know, I'm going to put this in real simple terms, and I'll pass it to my boy, LJ. Um, Greg Bird's a pretty boy. Luke Voigt actually spent hours in the gym doing, putting in the fucking work. Go ahead. That's what I was going to say, but, yeah... I believe, you know, when you talk about the first base situation, it's kind of obvious who you should have play first base. You go with Luke Voigt. You see Greg Bird. He's dealing with a lot of injuries since he's been up with us. 2015, he wasn't injured. But, you know, during the 2016, the Arizona League, he got hurt and was out the whole 2016 season. And believe me, I was there in 2015 when he hit, like, a monster three-run shot to give the Yankees a lead one and time. I, and, yeah, I was there when... Uh, well, no, you weren't. What you no, 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 I was, Oh, okay, go ahead. I was there in one game where Greg Bird hit a grand slam. You know, like, okay, like, like okay, sure, he hit a grand slam to, like, right at the foul pole. Sure, okay. But still, just because, like, you have a couple of good moments doesn't make you the better choice, am I right? Well, he had a great moment in the ALDS against, you know, Cleveland when he hit the home run of Andrew Miller, which no one thought... No one thought anyone could like a lefty could hit a home run off Andrew Miller like that. Well, Greg Bird just proved him wrong. And he did, but you know he's doing. He's maybe the reason why he's not doing good is a lot of the injuries. But you know, I believe Luke Voigt is you know the choice to be the Yankees' first baseman. Yeah, but I was about to ask the question. You know, I was actually going to ask you why do you think Luke Voigt is the better first baseman? Reason why I think Luke Voigt should be the first baseman. You know why? And I have said this a lot too. You know, I've heard a lot of people say that. He is a Shane Spencer 2.0, and I have said that too, but I'm going to take that back and say he's not Shane Spencer 2.0. He, can, he makes Shane Spencer look like a fucking pussy. Exactly. He's, the, he's not, you know, going to be a bust, Luke Voigt. You know, he's going to come to play this season, and I believe he should be first base for the New York Yankees, or he should play first base for the New York Yankees. But listen, he came up last year, started off kind of slow, got sent down, and, you know, he came right back up after Didi got hurt. You know, that does, you know. Yeah. And, you know, he came up and he hit, like, what, like, 14 home runs, 15 home runs. He just came up and just raked. That's what it was. I mean, if you look at it, too, like, his fielding skills we haven't seen a lot of because, you know, he's just stationed at first base all the fucking time. But, I mean, if you look at him, like, when he's in the box, he's a prolific power hitter, and you can't deny that. And this guy's got power. This kid's a monster, and he owns Boston already. He's got, like, like I think, like, four home runs against him already. He raked off David Price that one game in the regular season. Oh, yeah. Just amazing. You gotta love that Luke chant. You gotta just love it, yeah. Luke. Just you just hear it. it. Sounds like magic to my ears. Music to my ears. I don't know why I said magic, but yeah. it sounds like magic. Yeah, you know, that's kind of like our thing when it comes to like you know the Boston's got their Mook chant. You know, we got the Luke chant. Well, Mookie Betts is AL MVP, so you really can't put him and Luke Voigt no, in the same no, sentence. No, 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 I'm just saying. Like you know, I'm giving an example of you know like their, you know, the fans ch- chanting about them and stuff. But you know, I want to get into one topic right there about Luke Voigt and Greg Bird. You know, my friend asked me. Friend was supposed to join us today, but he couldn't make it. Yeah. You know, he asked me, and I thought this was like the most ridiculous ass question ever. Who do you think should be the Yankees' first baseman? I know that's obviously the topic. Yeah. And I said, and I literally almost fumed, like I almost want to take my headset and just throw it because I was pissed when he asked me that. I was like, you got Greg Bird who takes pictures of his hairless cat on Instagram. Looks like a pretty boy. Looks like a fuck boy. Let's be got, honest right there. Yeah, then you told me you got Luke Voigt who's like, you know, he's on his Instagram too, but he's posting videos of him like at the gym putting in freaking work exactly Luke Voigt is like he looks like Thor right there when he's smashing like the hammer thing right into the whatever you call it 
at the gym. I don't know. Like those six block shits. Exactly, whatever you want to call them. Because, I mean, I don't go to the gym very often. He's trying to build up strength. And, you know, he's also trying to, you know, gain more stamina, build up his strength, increase his swing, increase his fielding. He's putting in the work while Greg Bird is sitting there with, like, buckets load of money. Just like like you said, taking pictures of his hairless cat. I mean, he doesn't make that much money, Greg Bird. He doesn't have a big contract. No, I mean, I'm still saying he's just sitting back and, like, enjoying this paycheck. Exactly. But, you know, like, Greg Bird, he's not very, like, you know... When he goes out on the field, he makes he's made his mistakes. You know what he does? You gotta be with when you're with the media in New York. You have to be tough. Greg Bird just like smiles and he gets all like, oh, you know what? That was my fault. <laughs> no, Luke Voigt probably would admit that it's his fault and would you know show some attitude, not be smiling like you know. Yeah, be like you know, Greg Bird. You know, to me, Greg Bird just seems like a pussy. I'm sorry, I'm but pretty like, sure he, he is. I don't think he gets any girls. No, Luke Voigt probably. Well, Luke Voigt we know has a girl. I think he's engaged. Yeah, you yeah. know, so lucky man right there. Yeah. Greg Bird, I mean, you know, I mean, come on, what, what girl wants to be with Greg Bird? Let's just be honest right Listen, there. Listen, you know, they're all here for his, like, his money and his good looks. That, that's kind of it. But you know what? Good looks doesn't define, de- define you as a good player. What defines you as a good player is the amount of work that you put in, especially when it comes to the offseason, like Luke Voigt's actually been doing. Who knows what the fuck Greg Bird's doing? Greg Bird's just standing there doing nothing, probably just like, you know, like, oh, you know. I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll come to play in the spring training. Maybe he'll do something. Maybe Luke I Voigt mean, falls off. Who knows? I mean, uh, right now, the position players reported in, like, today, this morning. Yeah, exactly. They reported yeah. this morning, so Greg Bird's probably there. He's like, oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Luke Voigt is probably just, like, he woke up at, like, like, 3 a.m., got into the gym, and then came to play. I actually saw a video of Luke Voigt. He was actually training right there, like, at first base. Like, a ball came right at him. Like, great play he made. Threw right to home. I was like, wow, that's deep. Good instincts right there. He had good reaction. Yeah, you know, if you look at his stats too, if you actually go on uh, MLB's website and compare the two, Luke Foy overall just has like way better stats, like way better. And well, yeah, Luke Foy, well, he was mostly a pitch hitter for the Cardinals. You know, he really wasn't like, you know, playing, playing for them. He was like their pitch hitter. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, you know, he was just sitting on the bench and, you know, and then we got him and then we actually gave him a chance. We put him in a straight in the lineup. Yeah, exactly. We, you know, we traded Chase and Shreve and Giovanni Gallegos for Luke Voigt. A good ass trade. It's like how the Yankees like. It's almost like compared like how the Yankees traded John Ryan Murphy to get Aaron Hicks. That's like stealing candy from a blind baby. Yeah, cause, Let's just be honest, right? Yeah, speaking there. of Aaron Hicks, he's also a freaking monster. So Aaron Hicks is amazing. We'll get to him in a, a different topic. Yeah, but you know, to be honest, you know, and look at the Yankees' first baseman since you know what? I'm gonna go back to Don Mattingly. Let's oh, go back boy. to these days. Right. I'm not gonna talk bad about them. No, no, no. I know you're not. But. I'm saying the Yankees' first base situation since Don Mattingly retired. We had Tina Martinez from 1996-2001, amazing ball player, four-time world champion. What yeah. a ball player he was. He was actually on the Practical Jokers, um, like, uh, I think yeah, last I season. That, that was really funny. Well, I mean, you also got Don Manley. We can't forget one very important first baseman. And who was that? Mark Deshera. Well, I'm going to get to him. He's he's next after the next guy. We got Jason right. Giambi, who was there from 2002 to 2008. And, you know, he was a great power hitter. But, you know, he did have his injuries, too, and the Yankees, you know, I mean, they kind of... He was just like a power-hitting Greg Bird, I'm sorry to say. I mean, you know... Oh, go ahead and say that. Let's go ahead. You want to repeat that? <laughs> nah, he's just, well... When, you know, because he had all those injuries, he was, like, just a power hit. He's, he's, he was a better version of Bird. And I'm not saying Bird is, like, absolutely terrible. I mean, he's got his strengths very little, but... You know, overall, Jason Giambi was just a great player for us, and he was a great first baseman, despite all of his injuries. He wasn't really that good of a first baseman. He was a great power hitter. You know, he's just like, you know, he's a great power hitter. Great, but, you know, great when it came to, you know, actually us trying to put in runs. But I will say the best Yankees first baseman, well, the best Yankees first baseman since Don Alley, I won't say it's Teixeira. It was Tino Martinez, but Mark Teixeira you're right. was... You're right. When I put it like that, like that, I'm right, I'm right. You are right. You're right. <laughs> when Mark Teixeira came to the Yankees, it was a big sign, and he was just... 
phenomenal. He was. Tashera was phenomenal. He had his injuries too. Yeah, but phenomenal to the day he retired. He was phenomenal. Phenomenal ball player. Amazing home run hitter. Yeah. You know, he could, like, he raked. Didn't, his last, didn't his last game he hit a walk-off grand slam? Well, that was actually a couple days before his last game. Oh, but okay. you're, you're almost, you almost got it. Almost. I think I don't know if it was off Kimbrel. It could have been. Actually, it, may, it may have been off Kimbrel. Go ahead and look it up. It may have been off Craig Kimbrel. Yeah, let me look that up. You keep talking. I'll just try and find it here. And, you know, right after Mark Teixeira, well, let's see when, you know, other first basements, too, even during Teixeira's injury, you had, like, Lyle Overbay and Travis Hafner, who was horrible. And, like, even when Jason Giambi was there, I remember, like, Tony Clark was first baseman. And, you know, um, who else? Like, uh, Nick Johnson. The guy was fat, but, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, it says here that uh, Mark Deshera was one of my buddies' teammates at home playing hitting a walk-off grand slam off of Joe Kelly. Oh, it was Joe Kelly. Okay, it wasn't off Kimbrel. I think Kimbrel pitched that inning, but then they took him out. Yeah, they took him out because they're like, shit, we, like, you know, Deshera's the plate. And well, they took him out before Deshera. They didn't take him out. Just like, oh, here's Deshera. You know, Deshera came in, you know, when the Yankees really needed him. Like, that came for both in the field or on the field and at the plate. And they got him in 2009. The Yankees, they won the World Series that year. You know, they made yep. a lot of great moves in 2009 getting to share Nick Swisher, who also played first base a little bit for the Yankees yeah. as well. A.J. Burnett, who was horrible pitcher. We'll definitely talk about him God, in the future. And we got C. Sabathia retired. We'll definitely talk about him in a different topic, yeah. you know. God bless if we, CC. If we still have time after this whole first base thing, we can actually. Oh, of course, it's not going to take very long. No. We might, I might, might want to talk about MLB free agency, but still in the first base situation. Yeah. And Let's just wrap it up. Well, we're almost done with that. <laughs> yeah. After you know, after Teixeira, um, then it was like uh, he, then it was officially Greg Bird. It felt like, but you know, there was another first baseman in there too. I think you know him very well. Oh yeah, Chris the Goat Carter, yeah, the guy who whiffed at every pitch when he was up there. Yeah, I mean, my father called him the savior. I don't know why, but you know, Chris Carter. My- <laughs> okay, all right. Sure. Who even knows where he's at right now? But you know what I mean. Oh, my God. I think there was G-Man Choi. You remember him? You remember vaguely. Him? Vaguely. You, you, remember. you don't remember him? Uh, vaguely. I mean, I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember, like, what he fucking looked like. When, when, I, when, I, when I was on Tampa, I think he was number 36 with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, um, when the Yankees got Luke Voigt, to be honest, it felt like, you know, when he started raking, it felt like he's the second coming. It, you know, he just took he's, pretty, yeah. he He's proven that. He, he said, Greg Bird, you know what? This is my job now. This is my first base job now. Get out of here. Goodbye. And Greg Bird, exactly. wasn't, Greg Bird wasn't even on the postseason roster. That just shows how much of a fuck we don't give about him. Exactly. He wasn't even on the postseason roster, Greg Bird. That, and you've been with us since 2015. <laughs> and he was the hero in 2017 off of Andrew Mill hitting the home run. And yeah. he had a great 2017 postseason. Not even put on the postseason roster, even as, like, as, a, as a pitch hitter or anything. No, Nothing. Yankees do, like, all right, we got Luke Voigt. He's the better player. If you got someone like Greg Bird who's been with us for like three seasons, yeah. and then you got the new kid coming up who's been like amazing for them, and then you put him on the postseason roster and just put Greg Bird aside, that's how you know. That's how you know that that new first base spot has been taken up by someone else because they know he's the better player. Well, they also had Neil Walker there too. I mean, but Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, okay. Well, he, 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 he's in the Marlins. But well, that's it for this first base situation. Well, well, let's just wrap it up right here. Mike, who do you think should be the first baseman for the 2019 New York Yankees? I feel like, without a doubt, it should be Luke Voigt because Greg Bird has been in a slump for at least like two and a half seasons now. I mean, 2017 did great, sure. Okay, that's well, one. Second, second half of 2017. Second, second half of 2017. Great, really good. Great, great season for him. But, you know, you got Luke Voigt. Like, you know, you got Greg Bird. It's like, I'm going to give an example. It's like the coming Jesus. And then you got... And you got uh, Luke Voigt, who is the second coming. Like, literally. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly right. 
And so, I oh go ahead go ahead oh yeah no, so go ahead, go I'm ahead. just gonna finish up here by saying you know I'm gonna finish it off with Luke Voigt is my first baseman there you go you know I believe who should be the Yankees first baseman I believe the Yankees should make a big move for first base I know who should be the Yankees first baseman who's that and it's not even Luke Voigt or Greg Bird eh it's not even them Ooh. the Yankees should sign Chris the Go Carter I want him as my first baseman I think we're heading to the I'm podcast now <laughs> no I'm kidding Luke Voigt is my Yankees first baseman this year I hope he does amazing spring training. I hope Greg Bird does good too, but you know what? Luke Voigt's my first baseman. That's it. That's it. And no. we'll end this podcast. This is LJ the Go with MGJ. What's up? We're about to do another one right here. Tune in. Tune in soon.